Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sounds good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Steve Hoffman. How are you doing, Steve? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> It is fantastic to be here. Actually, I just drove down from San Francisco Bay Area to Los Angeles. So I'm in Los Angeles. Well, you have my jealousy. I love Los Angeles. <laughs> Wonderful. Me too. Yeah. Oh, it's a pleasure having you here today. So Steve Hoffman, also known as Captain Hoff, is the captain and CEO of Founder Space, one of the world's leading startup accelerators. Founder Space was ranked the number one incubator for overseas startups by Forbes and Entrepreneur Magazines. He's also a venture investor, serial entrepreneur, and author of several award-winning books. These include Make Elephants Fly, published by Hachette, Surviving a Startup, published by HarperCollins, and The Five Forces, published by Ben Bella. Steve, you are a driving force of, of the startup community, and your success path is remarkable and very inspiring. So I'm very thankful that I can talk to you today, Steve. I am very happy to be on the show, and I hope I can share some of what I've learned over the years with your audience. I'm happy if it's just some, <laughs> so I'm not good with that, but I'm really delighted and looking forward to it. So um, shall we get to it? Yes. Excellent. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? So I work with startups. I coach literally in my career, hundreds of startups. I run Founderspace, which is a global startup accelerator. So we work with startups in 28 countries all over the world, helping them grow their businesses. And these entrepreneurs that I work with, they face challenges. So a lot of them face business challenges. They face funding challenges, raising the capital. They need help with their business plans. But it's not just that. When I work with them, they often have life challenges, you know, with their marriage or their partner, relationships, how to work-life balance. All of these things come into play and all of them affect their success and their happiness. So when I'm really engaged with an entrepreneur, when I really get to know them and care for them, uh, then it's not just business. It's you have to look at the whole picture if you're going to guide them and really give them the best support possible. Wonderful. I like the uh, I like the global answer to that question. <laughs> so in 28 uh, countries that you worked uh, with startups, that's really impressive. So what I, I assume there are uh, common mistakes they make when trying to solve that problem, right? There are a lot of mistakes. So especially when it comes to work-life balance, because Entrepreneurs in particular, and especially those immersed in the Silicon Valley culture or the startup culture globally, they feel an enormous amount of pressure to work all the time. They think every moment that they're not working, something's wrong. And that's not right. It's not right for your psychology. It, it's a very unhealthy psychology. You, you're basically being a taskmaster. You're never giving yourself a break. But also, it's putting up walls between you and your family. 
So every time you tell yourself, I have to be working all the time or I won't be successful, this isn't what entrepreneurs do. They don't take time off. Then you are sabotaging your, your personal life completely. Now, what entrepreneurs need to understand is that if you invest in something and nourish it, it will grow. So if you invest in your business and nourish it, it will grow. But your personal life, if you don't invest in it equally, it will wither and eventually it will die. And that's why there's so many, you meet these incredibly successful entrepreneurs financially, but their personal life is in shambles. And they, you know, aren't all, even despite that success, they aren't always very happy because they've really lost, they've connection with the people who matter most to them. So when I'm working with entrepreneurs, I tell them, look, what you put in is what you get out. You're not going to get something for free. So, and also a lot of entrepreneurs make a fundamental mistake. And that is the belief that the more time they put into the business, the more successful it will be. It's not how much time you put in. It's actually how you structure things is far more important. And the decisions, the key decisions, the transformational decisions that you make along the way. So with a business, uh, the smartest uh, CEOs often don't work the most hours and they are highly effective because they see the big picture, they're systems thinkers, they see the entire structure of what's happening and they pull the right people in the right place and they get the people to do the work. If your business is dependent upon your time to scale, your time, no matter how much, you only have 24 hours in a day. It never gets more than that. And you start cutting into sleep and family life, you become a dysfunctional person. So you're, you're never going to have enough time. Your time isn't scalable, but a business is infinitely scalable. So you have to set up the right structure in place to, in order to give you the time to have a personal life, to be a healthy person, to make smart decisions, the decisions that will define your business. Wow, this is wonderful. We are so aligned already with uh, right from the start to create that uh, work-life balance. But, uh, you know, the moment you mention systems and structure, you have me <laughs> because that's kind of like what I really dig and I always tell also my clients. So it's so important to have that kind of structure and, and create that sense right from the start. And uh, as a startup, uh, you know, uh, they're very fortunate to have you and uh, as, a, as a mentor uh, in that regard. So wonderful. Thank you for sharing this wonderful insights already, Steve. I'm, I'm really impressed. So before I ask Steve, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. So if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Steve, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue? One thing is when I talk about structure, I am talking about setting up rules that you follow because it's so easy to just get consumed in whatever you're doing. Like there's always, like if you run a startup, there's always a crisis. There's always something that needs urgent attention and seems like the most important thing in the world, even though it isn't. Because whatever's immediate, whatever's pressuring you seems so important. But in hindsight, you have to have perspective, first of all. You have to look back on your life and say, all those crazy things that I was so anxiety written over a year ago or two years ago, do I even care about them? 
like 99% you won't even remember, let alone care about. So most of the time, you're just getting sucked in to this vortex of, of work, this cycle where it keeps you going. So in order to break that cycle, you need to have rules that you set up, a structure where you say, I will spend the, this time is family time. And I will turn off my phone. I'll turn off my notifications. I will live in that moment focused on my family. This time is work time. And you have to tell yourself, these are rules. Anything work-related can wait. The world will not collapse if I spend a day with my family on the weekend. It's not going to, it's not, you know, I can do that. But a lot of people think they can. Um, I will tell you for myself, for personally, the biggest thing I did right that made my work-life balance, I said every night and every kind of at least five nights a week, not every night, you can't do it every night, but at least five nights a week, I would have dinner with my family, dinner with my family. And when I mean dinner, I, I don't mean uh, talking, you know, uh, eating with them and, you know, playing with my phone or my iPad and, you know, getting distracted and or reading something and not engaging. I meant five nights where I'm sitting with them, all of our phones are off, everything's away, and we are communicating. We are talking. We are asking one another questions. We are completely engaged with each other, our lives, the day, that one thing. It made it's it's enormous. If you have kids, uh, you and you, a lot of people have kids, and surprisingly, they never have real conversations with them. They never real. Yeah, but the kids, the more you talk to them, the more they tell you, and then they're like, "Why didn't I know this about my kids? Why you know they got into trouble or they're feeling anxiety or all these things because you weren't present, you weren't engaged, you weren't listening to them, you weren't asking them questions. If you do this on a regular basis. Honestly, you, that's the most important part of being a parent. It's the most important part of being engaged with a family is being there for them, listening to them. You can give your advice. Uh, they can. A lot of times it's not the advice you give. It's just the fact that they have somebody to talk to, uh, somebody they love who cares about them to talk to and hear them. That can actually re- relieve a lot of their anxiety. And then you should be honest about yourself and your work and what's going on and, and everything so they know who you are and, and what's happening. That bonding so important. Yeah, wonderful uh, how you just uh, stated. And uh, I can see the red thread here already. So it's going from the structure to the rules down to communicating, to engaging with your family and your kids and your loved ones. So you can create uh, that uh, sense of uh, life, so to speak. It's not our work, right, Steve? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so... In addition to that, what would be one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that uh, will help with that issue or maybe also in a broader sense? So free resources, uh, there are uh, so many uh, free resources out there for people who want to engage. But I think the best uh, free resource that I use is... I'll tell you, <laughs> it's going to sound silly, but create a group on your phone or, or instant messenger with your family and make sure to share with them several times a day what's going on. 
with your life. So even if you're traveling, even if you're busy in the office, several times a day with your family members, post in that group what you're doing and have them do the same. The amount of connection you feel from this free, you know, we all can do this, right? We all we all have WhatsApp or text messaging or, you know, whatever it is, just create that family group and engage with it every single day multiple times. Well, you heard it here, heard it here first, uh, you know, <laughs> who had thought that uh, such such a wonderful resource is already in your hands? You know, this is... People don't use it, sharing. though. They, yeah. they don't do it. <laughs> this is so obvious. And uh, thank you for sharing this wonderful insight. Uh, this is this is... This is really bombastic. I love it. Thank you, Steve. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? So I think a question that you should ask me would be, what mistakes did I make when uh, with family? And how, how, could, how can entrepreneurs fix those mistakes? So the biggest mistake I made Uh, doing uh, my own work is that a lot of times I would tell myself that I couldn't truly be happy before I had achieved a certain level of success. And I think I know a lot of people out there who are the same way. Uh, we tell ourselves like, unless this is, <laughs> unless we hit this goal, you know, I, I won't allow myself to be happy. That is a, not a good thing to do. Because why would you withhold happiness from yourself? Why would you some artificial goal that is honestly, potentially out of your control, um, that you feel like if you don't hit, you're not worthy, you're not a complete person, you haven't achieved what you what you had intended to achieve. All those constructs are in your head. You are defined. So if you tell yourself, oh, I can't be happy unless my company is, you know, reaches this point, or I can't be happy unless I get this promotion, you know, to this level, or I can't be happy unless I'm recognized by my industry in this way, honestly, okay, then you just told yourself you can't be happy for no reason at all, because you made up that reason. Like that reason only exists in your head because you decided. So you can change those things, but it's incredibly hard because, uh, a lot of us, even intellectually, know we, we, we are doing this and we should change it, yet we don't let go. There's some part of ourself that is so attached to that outcome. But when you look at the scheme of things in the world, outcomes, if, you're, if your success and your happiness are dependent on outcomes, uh, you are crippling yourself. Because first of all, outcomes are often, the, you know, we can influence outcomes, but in the real world, Like if you look at real life, all you can do is influence them. You can't guarantee them. So first of all, you're, you're, you can't guarantee everything. Secondly, as soon as you hit that outcome, you're gonna, your mind, if it's in that mode, is going to think of something else, right? That it's going to attach. Oh, I, I can't be happy. You'll feel happy briefly. And then you'll like fig, figure out something else you, 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 that, that you can't be happy until you get. So it's an endless cycle. No, this is this is so true, and yeah, guilty in the same boat. And uh, until I discovered for myself, and you mentioned also that um, people need to let go at that point, and uh, they can't; uh, they're just uh, stuck to it. And uh, so, my methodology and my coming from my, my own experiences, you know, there there's. Uh, 
If you only focus on letting go, you're missing the other 50% of the equation, and that is to let in, because that is in, in, in my book is, you know, there's always letting go and letting in. It's a two-part mechanism, and it happens at the same time always. And if you don't follow that, you know, you will always be stuck in the letting go phase, so to speak, and then you just uh, react to things, so to speak. So that resonated so much with me when you were talking about uh, that because I can uh, think and I've, I believe uh, many of our listeners can uh, relate and to to the same issues, you know, and uh, being and accepting that they are guilty of that. So thank you for sharing, Steve. This is wonderful insight. <laughs> so this already brings me to my last question. It's a personal one. Uh, when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? So the last time I experienced it was a week ago. And the reason... Good job. <laughs> the reason why was I was out in the woods hiking with my son, and it, and it just felt so beautiful and so perfect to be there. Um, it, you know, we weren't doing anything exceptional, but just communicating sharing our experiences, sharing um, nature at the same time. Those uh, small things, I think the small, being there and doing small things with the people you really love and care about and and allowing yourself uh, to appreciate uh, that moment is when you get those goosebumps. You feel like, wow, I am so lucky. Like, you know, my for me, it's like my son's an amazing person, you know, and and I'm so fortunate to to you know have this relationship and and get to experience my life and and his life, you know, and see the world through his eyes, you know, when I'm with him. Uh, that's just a gift. What a wonderful finish line you just uh, explained to us and uh, shared this wonderful goosebumps moment, uh, you know, coming to the final and to the finish, like uh, it's the engagement with your loved ones. Uh, and, you know, that's the red thread that was uh, going through our conversation. So thank you, Steve, for this wonderful goosebumps moment. Thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.